Drilling fluids touch just about everything in the drilling process. We're here to deconstruct the drilling process and drilling fluid concepts to provide a deeper understanding of our industry. In each episode, we'll share information, talk to interesting people, and maybe share a few stories along the way. Welcome to The Flow Line, a production of AES Drilling Fluids, brought to you by Matt Offenbacher and Justin Gautier. Welcome to another episode of The Flow Line. We have a special episode today, and I'm brought four, including myself, three wonderful guests. Matt is busy downstairs grinding away, so we are here with the none other, and I don't think we've ever had you on the Flowline podcast, no. which is, I would say, 100% my fault. But, no, okay. but for all the <laughs> all the listeners out there, Adelaide Nordier has been a vital element to actually creating, bringing the podcast to life. I had the vision, and Adelaide basically did all the legwork behind the scenes to get this thing up and running. And so, like, all the success for the Flowline is like 99.9% her. <laughs> And like the rest is Matt and I, but Adelaide, welcome to the show. Thanks, Justin. I'm excited to be here. For those that don't know me, I'm the marketing manager for AES. I started with AES in 2017 and it turned into sales to marketing to the amazing team that we have now. And I'm like super stoked to be on the podcast finally. (laughs) I know we've talked about it for almost three years and I'm like, I want to go. So yeah, thanks for having us on. Absolutely. Well, this is a good episode because we're talking about partying. And (laughs) so like partying Adelaide, it like totally meshes well together. But no, and all jokes aside, we've brought on Mark LaRue and Madison Lemberg on the show. And Mark and Madison are essentially the founders or owners of Social Octane. And they have been nothing but a huge proponent of the industry with regards to outreach, creating events, and just bringing the oil field together. And I'll let them talk about it. But I thought it was really important to have them on the show along with Adelaide because we as AES are supporting Social Octane in a huge event coming up called the Oil and Gatsby. And I'll let Mark and Madison talk about it. But it's a great partnership. It's a great opportunity for AES to support a cause called the Orphan Well Project, along with just, again, you know, now that we're out of COVID, bringing everyone together in person, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of parties, a lot of events happening to finally get that, you know, oilfield camaraderie back mm-hmm. together. And, right. and what a better opportunity to do it with folks like yourself. So, Mark, if you would go ahead, introduce yourself, and then we'll move on to Madison. Yeah. So, yeah, Mark LaRue, Social Octane, formerly Oil Connect. Yeah, we started in Denver a couple, couple years back and now relocated to, I guess, Texas here now and, and rocking and rolling. So, yeah. And Madison, what about yourself? Yeah, I'm Madison Lemberg, um, rocking and rolling ever since the summer of 2019 in the Oil <laughs> Connect days. Yeah. Uh, believed in this man next to me, and he had a great vision, and we all jumped on board and really just <laughs> ran with it. Who could have guessed COVID would come strike us? But honestly, we wouldn't be where we are today without it. So really happy to be a part of team in texas yeah well no it's the it, only believer in the madness yeah <laughs> Mad- Mad- <laughs> and we, and we call her madness <laughs> madness madison i love yeah. that well it all starts with a vision right and i would say you're you know as a visionary you're probably one of the most visionary people because like every time i talk to you, you have a new idea which no, is so it's, cool it's, it's, said, it's painful it's just like she wakes up every morning i'm like yeah just bombarding yeah. her with good ideas so out of the out of the two of you who's so you're the visionary are you the executor or are you also the visionary and you have people helping you like what's the dynamic here it's always interesting definitely it's a fun dynamic yeah she's definitely the executor right? yeah she can get stuff done she's the one that makes the phone calls that are uncomfortable and yeah and yeah it's insane what you do so yeah it's worked really well you know he came with this vision obviously the vision has 
you know, multiplied and changed through the process. But mm -hmm. through that, I will say, I mean, Mark has laid a great foundation for each vision that he has. And then I'm the executor. Yeah. I can be the mean person if I need to be, but I'm also the nice, nice person. So yeah, yeah. Happy well, I can be. Until I Madison kind of come along, like it was this, I had ideas, right? And I could get something going, but I just couldn't execute it like properly, right? So mm -hmm. it's taking on so much. But until we brought her in and then with her marketing, that's when it really took off, right? And now we're getting stuff done. Now, like, she's following up. She's making sure stuff's happening. You know, it just really clicked, which allowed me to really expand my mind and let it, you know, kind of do its thing. Right. So it really, I think, from that become a legit thing. And, hey, we got something special here. So Yeah. Well, it's all about, I mean, you touched on two main points. Having a good team and leveraging each other's strengths, mm -hmm. I think, is extremely important. And on top of that, through COVID, you know, I think Oilfield in general, we, we're so good at adapting and overcoming adversity because one day you may be at $100 oil and then in eight months you may be at negative yep. 40. And so, like, how you guys have adapted and have shifted has been phenomenal. But what I'd like to take a pivot and right out of the gate, just talk about the Oil and Gatsby Charity Ball Oilfield Christmas event that you're having. So, and as AES, we're proud sponsors, mm -hmm. but I'll let you guys talk about what it is. And then, you know, you've got the Orphan Well Project. That's a piece of that as well. And so, yeah, go ahead and just share what yeah, it is and what you're doing. And the, you know, just to kind of back the, like the Orphan Well Project, this is solely for the Orphan Well Project. We're just... The social octane piece is, you know, facilitating it, getting the sponsors, getting the marketing out there. But every every donation your guys' sponsorship is is a hundred percent tax deductible, and that is going to the Orphan Well Project Fund for the one that we're doing in Colorado. So nice. I think people think this is okay event. We're just gonna a little bit is gonna go to Orphan Well Project. The whole thing is going through there. So everything you guys put in is a is a tax deductible. So which is you know it's appealing I think to for people to maybe jump on that maybe they didn't want to do in the beginning but that's yeah just something we wanted to get out there but yeah we designed this i guess what three four months ago we had an idea lots of ideas for a christmas yeah. party yeah. you know maybe it would be midland maybe it would be here we love this great christmas party that that happens every year in denver and just everyone enjoys getting together yeah, houston's to a different game it's a bit of a mecca here so yeah. <laughs> getting everyone together i think in a really stylish way which is where the Gatsby theme comes into play. Of course, yeah. It's just a little bit different of a twist. You know, we've seen Casino, Gatsby theme, but the Roaring Twenties for a Christmas ball. Yeah. That's oh, the way to go. I am so excited for yeah. glitter. Oh, like you have yeah. so like glitter, glitter, rhinestones, and a flapper <laughs> gown. Like I have like been shopping for like two months yeah, already. Man, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. we, when we went to the store and, you know, we didn't really know what we were getting to. Warren it took us over there. So oh, it's perfect. Warren spot. from OGGN. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sweet. Awesome. Yeah. Big so shout out like, to OGGN. I got, I got a spot as we're talking about this. We walk in this place and it's just like, boom, like, perfect. Wow, this is, and it just become Gatsby. Like it's, it was made for his 1920s kind of. Yeah, we did it a couple of years back, and yeah, just an incredible, incredible thing. And so now the everything's going. She didn't really see it, but I'm taking. No, nope, I just had to believe in their beautiful vision. Yeah, right. With it and yeah, so believe. we went through the rooms, like the one room, you know, we're like whiskey room, champagne room, cigar. Like this thing's just like it developed within probably ten minutes. Right? <laughs> yeah, and so that's kind of how it started. But then we're like, how do we, you know we're new to this town so like we talked before like this is some scary stuff you're it's big money we're putting up and yeah and so now you got to really draw it in and it only really happens from like aes like believing in us for for you know, a few years now and just yeah that starts coming in and the, the vibe starts going and then you know 
we have a big party, so it's coming together. Yeah, for a great cause and, and bringing mm-hmm. everyone together. And, and there's folks, I think, coming in from all sorts of places. So yeah. it's, again, it's drawn a lot of attention. But at the end of the day, it's it's for a good cause. And then I think one thing that I'd like you to speak on is is the why behind the company Social Octane. Because I think a lot of times, and I was actually speaking with someone this morning about this, is like people set off on a journey because of a certain reason. It's like, I want to start a company because I want to help people or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the case is. And oftentimes... When you you know you start gaining momentum, you know you have some financial obligations. Oftentimes that why gets dissolved and your trajectory changes. But what I've recognized and observed over the years is like the purpose and the drive behind what you do has remained the same. And I'd like for you to share that because I think it's really important for yeah. people to hear. No, and it's it is, and it's honestly it's it's been tough to do that to keep you know that mission first and that, that intention that we originally started with where it comes from hey empowering like this really all started from the prop 112 days hmm. when you know denver was really getting attacked or you know colorado the oil and gas industry was taking a big hit and you could see that that's this is not going to go away regulations don't go backwards you know they'll mm-hmm. stay the same or they get worse yeah so it was just kind of those early days is in i could see that we could bring people together that's kind of where it all started and that's what's always kind of just through our fabric of what we're doing is just connecting people showcasing that but you got to do it on another level and that's through you know cinema video getting the people the personalities the characters of this industry because there's a ton of them Mm. and getting them out there not only that the people on the other side of the table the, the families that had to sacrifice a lot of time with their dad or or mom being away through that it's like it's a tough tough industry to be in so just kind of keeping in that lane of hey this is bigger than us and mm-hmm. like we said before was it's money driven you know it's a business we you know we want all right. the flashy stuff too we're not you know it's something that we we want but in the end it's it's bigger than than what we're you know the money was the money's going on so yeah no exactly Absolutely. so so madison i'm curious you obviously you know you said you're from denver right yeah correct. were you in oil and gas before uh so- joining social octane I was. Yep. Okay. All my background's midstream. And ah, okay. through, you know, Oil Connect, now Social Octane, it's really divided between upstream and midstream. Hmm. But all the, the really technical knowledge came from the midstream side. Ah. So, you were in regulation, though. You, you I, yeah, I was a regu- yeah. Yeah, yeah. regulatory <laughs> yeah. analyst there for a moment. That's actually how I got into it. Ah. I springboarded into oil and gas, went to college, and it was six months before I graduated. And I actually landed this regulatory job. And had no clue I'd ever be in oil and gas. Yeah, right next to me. The right next, next to Mark me. LaRue. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep, he right was my on. office so, buddy. That's how I got to know oh, him. Oh, don't go me wrong. You had a cr- <laughs> it was a crush at first sight. I know it. <laughs> it was a crazy, like this. the floor was, that's that floor I was talking about, you know, 28th floor. You know, shout out to Houston, the five, whoop. Yeah. They, not Houston, Denver. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this floor was just the camaraderie and the connection up there was just unbelievable. It was like 90% oil and gas, yeah. right? And so right next to my office is I'd never been to Denver and really didn't know any corporate. Yeah. So they moved me into this little office and I'm just mean people. But then this one office, there's it's probably 90% there's women there's going by. There's four girls going by. I was in, in this office with three other girls. Yeah, I was like, and what's going on here? He just, <laughs> you could tell he was like, man, what is up with this company? And he'd always be inviting us to happy hours. And I was new to the game. And I'm like, man, I really like these happy hours. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> and actually, I was going to college and I had another... I had a, a, another job as well, and so I was always busy. And then once when I found time to start going to these happy hours and really start networking, I realized, oh, my gosh, this is an amazing industry full of amazing people. Yeah. And I got into the sales world. 
So ah, okay. selling line pipe. Yeah. And it's funny because the people that she was babysitting for, I had met them and their Jeff Mullins, the, the father, we'd coach soccer, boys soccer together. So, and then she was, I didn't know this, but I'd she was babysitting. Like my second family. Yeah. No she way. was babysitting so their long. kids. Yeah. Right. And so then all this kind of come together and yeah, we, we started hanging out and stuff like that. But yeah, it was pretty crazy. And became part of the family and yep. here we are. Yeah, yeah. Oil and gas family. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I was on I was on that floor. Obviously, a lot of credit goes to the FUF, the twenty eighth <laughs> floor of Dominion Towers, yeah. where I ended up getting, say, my next job in midstream, which led to my next job with Curitan Midstream. And then from there I went back into sales and construction and pipeline. Okay. And that right there after that was Oil Connect. Mm-hmm. Mark had this vision. I loved his vision, and I had the marketing background for it. Yeah, and I saw that oil and gas really needed a shift and change where their outlook was with the digital media mm-hmm. and yeah. just combining the events, the digital media, and then just the knowledge being in sales of what you need to do, what the future looks like. I am the younger generation. Yeah, and so. I could tell that I'm the old dog. He's the old dog over here. <laughs> so between the two of us, you know, we we cover a lot of bases. Yeah, no, it's it's good, right? Because you guys come from totally different backgrounds, but oil and gas ultimately, like, sort of like the foundation of it all brings everyone together. It's like you know, producing energy for the world, mm-hmm. and you can come from so many different walks of life, and then ultimately, like things like oil and gas events brings everybody together, which I don't know. I mean, I've only ever been in oil and gas. I don't know if it's like that in any other industry, but because I'm biased, I'm going to say, yes, we are the only ones like that. Yes, we are. It is such a click. Like, we are a click. Like, the whole industry. And, like, when Oil Connect kicked off, and I was still in the Appalachian Basin, and I heard about that, and I think Stephanie Canales was the one that introduced me to you guys. Yeah, probably. Yeah, Yeah, Because where did the, your guys' first one was, it was the home opener? Rocky's home opener, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That one was 2017 or 2018? 2018, 2018, 2018, 2018, then 2019, and then 2020 was going to be the big one. Of course, COVID hit, you know, three weeks prior. I mean, it was, that was a, that was a hit to the gut, man. I bet. But, but yeah, going like on that point, uh, just for us, like we couldn't get here without, and we can't continue to grow without sponsors and people, you know, really believing in what we're doing. And, you know, you'd mentioned last time, just coming from a good, good intention and good spot. I think we, that is the mission is just to come from a, a from a good area that we are making change together. So yeah, yeah big props to AES cool. for always kind of backing us from the get go and still to this day with Wall and Gatsby. So right. we're really excited Appreciate about it. it. Very Justin, much. Uh, Justin mentioned it. I saw the email from you guys come through. He literally, know, I think I sent it to like, him, <laughs> and he's like, within an hour, maybe it was like two hours. He's like, I got it, buddy. I'm like, what? He's like, like, look at my phone, and, and it's like. like yeah, I'm in. <laughs> I was like, this one's a good one. Yeah. And because we're familiar with Social Octane, like it was a very comfortable, easy decision because, you know, with Orphan Well Project and, you know, everything that you guys do. And I was like, we know where this is going to go. Yeah. And we want to you know, keep it like super, you know, super high level and, and, and classy, but still a little bit edgy. So even when I, I always feel nervous sending like when I put the logo on there and superimpose your head because I had to creep on your <laughs> Facebook to, so to, to snap a picture and then With I had to you know, crop it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd be headed you and then put it on on there so i was like man is this this is either gonna go really good or she's gonna be creeped up oh no i was totally <laughs> then, fine with it <laughs> swear to god and then the response is like yeah like that is amazing so, so. you know what's scary is i 
Justin actually looked like kind of normal. Didn't didn't your just didn't Nicole your wife say something like it was like your fa- like some farm days from back in yeah, Canada? Yeah, she's like, oh yeah, because like my uncle Les or my uncle owns. So that's like your real outfit. Yeah, those like that's like that, that's like where I came from. And, like my uh, wife was like, wow, that reminds me of when we went to Uncle Les's farm. Which yeah. Is, so any Canadian that's out there knows where Nisky, Alberta oh, is. Yes. And so my. On my mother's side, their homestead is. I thought Nisky was just a training facility. Right. Well, <laughs> for most, it is. Right. You, it's a bunch of 19 and 20 year olds that don't have a job. They go to every drilling contractor and hand out resumes, yeah, exactly. which is how I ended up getting in the oil field. But anyway, yeah. So with the coveralls, and like I was saying, my Uncle S still lives on the farm that my mom grew up on just outside of Nisky. But yeah, that, it was funny because I've had so many people <laughs> be like, wow, that picture's so funny. Like, I thought you had like no sleeve on the left. I thought, you know, and they're like talking about my tattoos. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's not actually me. They're like, oh, that's but you do wild. have tattoos. I'm like, yeah, but it's only on like, you know, explain like, oh, wait, yeah, that, that actually doesn't look like you. Like I have folks in my grad school that like messed me. They're like, oh, that, you look so funny. And <laughs> I, I had like, same thing. yeah, like people thought that was really, like, yeah. Do you know um, Pete Franz from Prince? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Think- the great sales guy. I've known him forever. And he's said that him and his friend, he's like, we thought this was a great picture of you guys. I'm like, guys, my. <laughs> My head's a little small. That's photoshopped, honey. And he's like, and he's 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 a little so, bit older. And he's like, oh, I see it now. And I mean, I'm literally doing this with my finger, like on my phone. <laughs> like that's all I'm working on. It's like this is this is hilarious. And I try to make it like, okay, I want to make it real, but I didn't realize people were taking the real deal. Yeah. Oh, oh that's it, funny stuff. That is. Yeah. And again, like as the listeners can tell, like we hate we like to work hard and play hard. But Addy, I wanted to give you an opportunity, and you know, I spoke. About about earlier about how you're a huge part of this podcast but like supporting and you really have to vet a lot of industry events and networking events because at the end of the day you know as a company we have a certain amount of capital to allocate to supporting events and Mm -hmm. supporting Mm -hmm. people and so i'd like to give you an opportunity to get you know kind of tell your background and then moving up until now and how you really i guess decide on like where we put our energy and resources into supporting causes that ultimately reflect us as well. Yeah, we have to be aligned with different organization on a value basis. And that's basically how I come up with, you know, either what level we're going to sponsor something or how often we're going to sponsor something. So we have aligned ourselves with some big corporate sponsorships like Big Brothers Big Sisters and there's several others that I just don't think I need to plug on this one since we want to focus on you guys uh, yeah. and social octane. So, you know, back, you know, when we 2018, you know, we aligned with Oil Connect and, you know, you guys had, you know, a great, you know, vision. And we thought that was going to be something that would be great to kick off with. And like now look what it's turned into. Yeah. And it's a good point because I didn't like we're trying to figure out this as we go. And like, how do we this is all kind of just instinct. We're going, it's like, we don't have really a playbook. We just think that this would appeal being from sales. Like, okay, how can I get my client to an event or, you know, this is this aligned? So that's kind of how we think, but really we don't, we've never done any research on like, <laughs> what is it? What does the company look for? Or, you know, obviously if we can get attract the, their, the operator and make the connection, that's kind of our goal. And we're really going to focus that on in next year, but it's, yeah, we've never thought like, well, how do they actually approach this? Yeah. In the beginning, I didn't either because when I started with AES, I was sales before AES. I sold super single rigs in Appalachian Basin. And then, you know, they were moving to Venezuela. It was just a weird story. And <laughs> our VP, James Strickland, and a couple of the sales guys in the Northeast were like, why don't you like come over and interview for AES? 
Well, that transpired very quickly into, you know, hey, Miss Addie, you want to take over some marketing, too? Because we had nothing. Yeah. Like, ground zero, nothing. <clears throat> Just like Our, everybody was yeah, like, ground yeah, zero. Yeah, it was like crickets, like, what's a logo? <laughs> you know, what's a brand color? And it was fun. At least um, you knew you couldn't fail. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was like, well, you know, there's you're only up from yeah. here. You're asking yeah. me to be transparent? No, I yeah. just need a transparent logo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, what's a vector? Yeah, well, yeah, vector. <laughs> you know? And I did have a background. Like, I did go to school for marketing. But, like, it was so long. It was like 10 years, you know, like since college. And I was like, I got to refresh everything. And then, you know, Matt Offenbacher came on board, our director of technology and marketing. You know, Matt became my boss. And then we built out this great team. And mm -hmm. so when it comes to events across all of the regions across the U.S., like it started with we'll just do and sponsor whatever we can, whatever we think is good. And then it turned into more strategy. Mm -hmm. And that's yep. where my role kind of <clears throat> developed into market share, alignment with our customers, alignment with their values and with our own. And that's how we really pick and choose what we're going to sponsor. Well, and, and the, ga the gang's changed a lot too. Keep coming out of COVID. Now you got different things you need to be aware of. Like the, has this really changed? Is this going to be, yeah. you know, is a, a big conference going to be worth the bang of the buck going forward? Or is it more of these kind of micro events, you know, and then you got these online events. So it's yeah. definitely got to be thumb on the pulse. Without, I mean, your job's got to be yeah. definitely and shifting quite a bit. I'm glad our sales team, you know, I mean, Justin's like the best one, I think, at it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but, you know, Justin gets the most credit for being, you know, oh. the, you know, on beat, on the pulse of the industry at all times. And like knowing which events are going to be, you know, the big ones coming up, you know, knowing not just in the Houston area either. You're always in Denver, yeah, in Oklahoma here and there. Right. Like, mm -hmm. so, you know, he has a heartbeat on something at all times. And like, so do our other guys. But our sales team communicate with me so well yeah. that it's like, Hey, Addy, I think this is going to be a great thing. Let's yeah, take a look into them, it. Yeah, yeah I'm like, all right. Like, right. Yeah. If you think this is good, let's see what the organization that it's benefiting is going to be. And most of the times, it's a repeat. I'm like, if we've done Wounded Warrior mm -hmm. or, you know, Big Brother, Big Sister or OHH, like those are, you know, some primaries that we do. And then there's other organizations like the AADE, the SPE, IADC. Like, we are very aligned with all of them, specifically the mm -hmm. AADE. So, like, all of those sponsorships for those events that go to those sub charities and benefit also like engineering scholarships for petroleum yeah, engineers. It's something that we're in. It's something kind of we want to do too, is just like bring in all these associations because we want to support all of them and then we have our own. So it's like, how do we mm -hmm. maybe put the option out there through our events and maybe your sponsorship or whatever that portion goes to whatever you choose to do with that one. Right. So it's not mm -hmm. solely directed to it yeah. or bring these organizations to just collaborate together for, for an event and and you always have a spot there if you want to come out and try to drive some money to your organization that's where we kind of really want to get which to which is what we're we're doing for the christmas party as well yeah we have a couple yeah, yeah the couple nonprofits there the oilfield next gen they'll be doing that the gun raffle so they do a guns and okay. all with the otc it's a big party that's right so i think yeah. he's got like five custom ars that they're they're raffling off and so okay. drive money for their nonprofit, which they give back to you know and, and i really r relate to it because that's kind of i didn't know where i was going when i was coming out of high school and and you know i was just i could work but i just really know and i was kind of ashamed of going to work in the oil field because all my buddies were going to college and they just had a set path i'm like man i'm just a loser but right. I, but it really fast forward five years and i was so far ahead of them because i kind of got in a trade so that's what Oathful Next Gen is about is wow. those kids that are coming up and maybe don't know what they need to do. 
they sponsor them to go through a trade to be an electrician or go in the oil field or kind of that blue collar trade area. So I think that's important right now. Yeah, They go to the schools, they talk to them, they make them kind of see that there's other paths in life that you can do. Right. And then they have those scholarships available. Right. No, and I think that that brings up such a good point. And that's one thing that I think oil field does is we do help support on so many different levels and we need people like AES, Social Octane, and everyone else to like tell that story in a humble way and like scream from the mountaintops, like mm-hmm. here's how we're helping, because you know, like you said, like ashamed, like unfortunately, our social sort of you know whether it's social media or the narrative that's built around you know this energy transition puts kind of people in that tough position in the oil field to be like, I know what I'm doing is good because. We need oil and gas for just about everything in life. But then you have everyone else kind of putting us in a position where it's like us against the world. But I think a lot of people that are anti-oil and gas just don't quite understand like how oil and gas is weaved in everyone's lives. And it's literally gotten countries out of poverty and into positions where they have access to electricity. They have access to energy. And so us as companies, although when you know commodity prices are good we make some money and a lot of that money goes back to communities to help mm. people like to i'm not sure miss itv <laughs> are you board me? hello <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure what happened there but at the end of the day i think it's important to like you know social or us are doing great things in a humble way is like share it and, and express it and allow people to understand what we're doing and don't be shy and don't feel ashamed of what we're doing. Yeah. And I think it's, it, it's great because we need to continue to tell the story and without it, you know, we're going to come up with a lot of resistance and just talent acquisition from the younger generation. Because again, we've been, you know, sort of told like, you know, go to be a data scientist and go work for Amazon. It's like, you still need boots on the ground <laughs> and yeah. without Yours. people totally. getting their hands dirty you know, throwing hammers and pulling tongs and, you know, all that kind of good stuff. It's like you can only automate so much at a certain rate, but we need hardworking young men like you and I were back in the day mm-hmm. to, like, help build the gap. Or just say, hey, it's, it's, not, it's not that, you know, ugly. Like, it's, it's a really – it's an amazing industry to be in. And mm-hmm. you said, like, the energy transition, I, I feel like – like we we don't really have to trans like transition. We're already transitioned. Like we're here. We know it's here. Yeah. It's like the outside almost needs to transition to see what really is connecting all this. And it yeah. is a lot of the oil and gas, right? So well, mm-hmm. oil and gas builds the, everything with the solar and and the wind and all that. So we're already yeah. there. It's just having that. I don't know. It's always like, like these words. So like even oil. Oil Connect, when I was kind of ashamed of that name because it's like they were beating us down. So then, you know, in some ways we wanted to get away from it. But yeah, I feel like we're already ahead of the curve of, of transitioning because it point. is it is here. It is this. We know it's part of the ecosystem. We know we're going to need to use solar and, yeah. and wind, but we know also know that this is going to be a part of it no matter what in this this energy ecosystem. So Yep, absolutely. Madison, you were about to say something? Oh, I was going to say, yeah, I do think we're here. The transition's already happening, but it's the outside that we need to reach, yes. right? Yes, yep. So that needs to happen in the inside. Yeah. We need to start doing marketing and cinema and videography to be able to get to the outside Yes. and the right marketing to mm-hmm. reach what is profound to them yeah yeah no and that makes a good point and, and one last thing too i want to mention is 
it's easy to sit and preach to the choir, right? Like we can all sit at a table and be like, oil and gas is great. We're here to stay. <laughs> yeah. Nothing, yeah. And, and but nothing changed. But if we, as an industry, if we want to make change, we need to educate people who otherwise draw conclusions based off what they see instead of being educated on, on the truth and the science mm-hmm. behind what we do. And so like invite, like it would be great to have, you know, a social octane energy networking event where you pull in a geothermal company, you pull in a solar company, you pull in an oil and gas, and we all come together as one, as energy providers. I mm-hmm. think, it, and you're starting to see companies do that. The former CEO of Parsley started a company who it's called Green Lake Energy Ventures, and they have a renewables arm of their business. I was at a customer's office the other day, ran into someone and said, oh yeah, I'm part of their renewables portfolio. And I was just like, you guys are pure play mid-con oil and gas people. What do you mean renewables? And they're even starting to branch out. And so you're starting to see a lot of companies integrate to become energy providers instead of just pure play oil and gas companies. Mm -hmm. So again, I think that's the future. If we could like bring in folks to like from the renewable space, we're like, wow, these oil and gas folks really know how to have a good time. And we actually vibe. Like, mm-hmm. You can, you can yeah. start the conversation on like one of our concepts called One Energy. And it's like a festival style that, you know, just we think of energy as everything. You know, just right now it's energy. I, some stuff you say to me, I get goosebumps. Or yeah, despite, yeah. you know, there's energy always happening, food, music, all this is all energy right and then you got solar and wind and geothermal so if you can bring that all together in kind of a festival style like stampede where you got <laughs> yeah. different things going on but it's fun it's it's alive it's yeah you know it's educational right but, but it's not just the same old same old and then that's where the conversations start and that's where like okay remember when we first started in the oil field and you know, all these dots you're just running like a million miles an hour but yeah. then those all those dots start connecting yeah, and yeah. you're like boom oh i get it so it's kind of right. the same thing you just everybody's got to just kind of start mashing together right and those dots will connect and yeah. then great things will happen i actually think as an industry you know we need to look from the outside in as well we mm-hmm. need to take off our rose colored sunglasses and see yeah. you know some of the negatives that people think about us and see how can we battle that and as madison said through marketing through social media showing like the things yeah. and all the good things that we do for industries outside of our own and organizations outside of our own so like 100%. you know orphan yeah. well project like we need to promote that as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Like, while you guys are here, like, let's do this giant party. Let's get some good vibes out there and, you know, start to integrate other people outside of oil and gas into what you guys are yeah, doing. Yeah, that's a good Absolutely. point. Like, bringing, being open to bringing kind of outside creative people into this industry so that they can kind of see and then they'll be our biggest advocates once they're like, man, we can do this really cool. Yeah. You know, or vice versa, companies going and looking at maybe, you know, the Googles and stuff, and how does their culture different? Like, how are they doing business? How are they being more productive or creative, right? And and seeing those interworking. So yeah. I think there's a, like we've talked on this, it's just we're in the beginnings of just this unbelievable, you know, new change that's happening. And it's it's super exciting to be, be a part of, so. Yeah, no, absolutely. So Mark, you were just talking about, you know, different, you know, parts of other industries like coming together and we touched on like, you know, how important like media and marketing is for the oil and gas, you know, industry to be seen as like more of a positive vibe and that how much we give back. Can you touch a little bit more on the Orphan Well Project and what this actually benefits and what your Oil and Gatsby charity ball is going to do for them? Yeah. So like the Orphan Well Project and we spoke on our last podcast on it a bit, but you know, the idea is is taking what we do with kind of our events and the high level marketing and, and media and videography and putting that towards 
a project, either be an orphan well or a, a decommission a pipeline or facility that needs maybe some some work. But how do we tell the story of that that facility pipeline or whatever is orphan well, and really connect the product to the community and through what it's done for that community? So. The idea of that, the first project is in Colorado, we got a couple that are runners, but one is in kind of a community in Adams County. So we basically take that, do some research on the life of that well, how much it's produced, what's the tax revenue that it's produced for that community, what is the growth of that community through that life of that well, and kind of just match what that well has produced and for roads and infrastructure, for schools, you know, it is the fabric of that community and just talk to the community, show them that, and, and try to connect with them through storytelling and cinema. So that's kind of a mini docu-series. And then we just go to the next well or project, pick one, and then do the same thing. And it's it's kind of like a like sponsor an event. So AES mm-hmm. would be a, a video part of the video sponsor, or maybe they got a service and how we're abandoning that project or fixing it. And then try to get money coming from all angles, from events, through you know, the North Frack hats, any kind of ideas, donations, the oil and gas is the big one because it is it is a pretty high cost. And so the oil and gas is designed to, you know, raise enough money to kick off that, that first one or be a good portion to it to kick off this first well in, in Colorado. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully we can form the second committee here in Texas and do one in the fall in Texas. Texas is going to be a kind of an animal because – so big Massive. so you know you probably have to make a committee in midland or west yeah. texas mm-hmm. south texas you know me houston but we'll just see where it goes from there you just never know it's just you get it going you do one and yeah it's kind of what happened with oil connect you know you got an idea <laughs> throw an event and the next thing you know it spawns so you guys still have movement. boots on the ground like in colorado for for this yeah right now. yeah that's kind of where the passion started right so we wanted to keep it within colorado especially with all the politics that We've pers- personally witnessed and mm-hmm. then just currently going on that it would be great to have that first orphan well be there, which yeah. is where we mapped out the one in Adams County. Very cool. And so we built out our committee and definitely the first project. You know, we were we were hoping to do it this year. COVID kind of put a wrench in that plan, but we're really excited to be able to kick it off with the oil and gas feature. Yeah, I think Colorado just if we can win there. Right. Then we can really make a change, right? Because <laughs> yeah. it is coming to Texas. I mean, people think, well, they'll never, they'll never take over. Te- it, it is coming, man. So if we're not prepared yeah. and this tsunami of infrastructure and, you know, orphan wells and everybody's drilling forward, but they don't really think about what's they're leaving behind, that really mentality has to change. And it's, it's only going to happen as a whole community kind of making proactive and responsible change. So absolutely. And so it's just going to make you guys look awesome especially to everyone outside of our industry too yeah being able to take care of that on the back end yeah and just educate like man there's a lot there's a lot of work that goes into really you know doing this right and and abandoning a project and and being proactive and then you know we give back to communities we like there's a lot of greatness that happens we just are so humble we we never really had to boast on who we are or you know explain ourselves we just went to work and got a job done but we do have to have a voice now and really lean into and find other people that are willing to talk and step up. So, yeah. Well, I think that brings up a great point is if someone's listening to this, who's, you know, obviously, you know, moved by what you guys have been talking about and what we're talking about, 
just on like a, say just someone who's out there who may not necessarily be part of a company that can invest a bunch of money into these events, mm-hmm. but is, just for the average worker who's out there, works for a company, what's the best way for them to either be a part of the movement or like they can support? And then we can talk about, you know, if other organizations want to support, but what are just, just all like the, you know, the hardworking individuals within our, our, yeah, uh, I think the easiest way just go to like the orphanwellproject.com. We got these hats for, I think that's 40 bucks a hat. Yeah. yeah, so that includes shipping. Shipping's a little little high these days, but no doubt. 100% of that's going to the Orphan Well Project. You know, we're going to need bodies here in the future. And just, you know, with social media, you see something, repost it, reshare it, get it out there, follow, yeah. tag, all that. That It does make a big difference. And then once you kind of build out this, I call it your digital market share. Once you get your digital market share solid, then it becomes easier to to kind of get the message out. So that's that's a big one. And then if you want to get involved, if you got some kind of you've done this this stuff before, because I mean this is all just kind of I've been in this world long enough to know that what we need to pull together. But I'm not an engineer, you know. So we need you know the engineers, we need finance kind of people. That's the, for the for the committees and pull together. And then all with the events, areas. the yeah. events and marketing and ideas. And if you're a creative person, let's go and we'll just you know get in a room and start brainstorming get some get some things going so cool and with that point you can obviously you can go to orphanwellproject.com and fill out a form and just see you know we need volunteers for these events we need mm-hmm. engagement with other people or you never know who is willing to donate their their knowledge and their time right that's how we built out our committee it was based on people reaching out that were like i would love to be a part of this mm-hmm. and that's how Orphan Well was able to get kicked yeah. off. Yeah. And I think the, even the people that are, you know, we call this ultimate crew change. Well, there's a you know older generation that they probably still want to be in it in some way to give back, either in knowledge or, or a little bit of time. You know, they don't want to commit everything and want all the headache. Yeah, but they want to keep they want to keep the blood moving and, and mm-hmm. be part of something exciting. So, I mean, that's what, that's how I think I would feel if I'm at the you know kind of yeah getting pushed out the door or whatever. I, I'd still <laughs> yeah. want to be going and be part of something. So we're seeing that a bit with some of the people that are coming in and just yeah looking forward to that because they become the new mentors, right? We need we need a huge mentorship for this this young generation. Coming we need up, the so. mentors, and then on the opposite end, if you're a young young in and oil and gas utilize <laughs> your social skills yeah, yeah. <laughs> you really just a little whippersnapper yeah <laughs> you never know how far it goes that's just true. having a reshare and actually putting something your own words down yeah you know yeah your experience or how excited you are to be a part of this industry yeah. just reshare the posts that really mean something especially for these nonprofits out there yeah mm-hmm. no that's a huge i mean that that's a that's a huge part of it is is just that engagement and just the way you know the whole social media world works it's one person shares it next thing you know the, the amount of scale and outreach you get is phenomenal for no money right like that's our best the best exactly. roi is is leveraging these underpriced social media platforms so no that's huge and what we'll do is we'll put the links in the show notes that way if anyone's you know whether it's you're on your laptop or your phone you can just scroll and start clicking the links to see what it's all about you guys have an instagram page right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah what yeah. other i'm not platforms? very active on it but i mean I've, I've been on it for a long time i think i've I made a, two posts I'm, but me personally. Here. I'm, yeah. I'm going to be the instagram yeah. extraordinaire going okay. forward there you go you know we have linkedin facebook yeah. instagram we also have youtube with lots of different videos sweet that we continuously upload so yeah those channels perfect and and so if people want to volunteer 
is it best to reach out to like on you guys on LinkedIn? Like let's say yeah, someone yeah, just reach out like LinkedIn. I mean, if you go to the website, uh, the orphanwellproject.com, then you fill out a yeah, you'll see there. You know, get involved, and then you'll see kind of the categories that we've we've placed out, and just you'll you know once you fill out your information, just kind of pick what you you're looking interested to get involved with. And then that'll fire us email, and then we'll go from there. It's Perfect. A, a lot of moving parts, but it's it really is now coming together. All this kind of everything that we've went through with you know COVID and All Connect, and you know this obviously it's not easy. This is, it's been a, it's been a struggle to almost bringing us to our knees. You know, <laughs> really, and yeah. it's just like I felt like we we just have scratched and clawed, and, and you know it's because we come from this industry and it's like there is you know grit ground and perseverance like yeah you just keep going so that's really kind of now all this coming to texas is and all the you know the success we've had this year has put us in a position to really lean into this mm. and yeah now it's just support from an idea and in, in getting the message out there it's like cool Hopefully we get the support and we can make this stuff happen, right? Yeah. And for so. those who want to like see what the actual event's going to be about, isn't it oilandgatsby.com? Yep. Yep. Oilandgatsby.com. Yep. And you can see like the venue and the awesome promo videos that you guys have going on. And then the links to Orphan Will Project are on there as well. Yeah. But yes. anyone that goes on that website is definitely going to want to participate. Well, yeah. I mean, you guys, you guys are hitting the runway show. So oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Even yeah. if I got to superimpose your head on a... <laughs> I'll just, have, I'll just have a cutout of you and put we, it on a model. Yes, is super happy to be a runway sponsor because Justin yeah. and I and some coveralls is going to be awesome. No, and so. we, you know, the point yeah, I can't wait. To, to, we met with, <laughs> it's going to be insane, but we met with, like, we hired a professional runway guy that's put it all together. We have no a way. professional lighting show. <laughs> we have two huge screens, you know, yep. set up. I mean, this is a real deal. So even yeah. with the, with like the volunteers for the, I don't know if I mentioned this, you guys, it's like five hours of commitment from you guys. Like, you got to get, Get their makeups. Oh, yeah. we'll, your we'll makeup's going to be on par. We got sparkles for you. Oh coming. no way! Oh, wait, so I don't have to get my makeup done for the ball. I just bring no. my dress for after. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So exactly. and this guy's intense. So it, this is a oh, real geez. deal. We want this to be just the talk of what's going to push it forward. Yeah. And I just, I was just <laughs> trying to research like, okay, how can I find a runway model so I can superimpose your head on there? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't find anything. <laughs> like, no, it's just I like... just had to find like a kid that was kind of cool with farmers, you know, close to work clothes and. <laughs> Dude, that is so yeah, funny, it was pretty. It was pretty oh, I better rearrange my babysitter then because I didn't realize I'd have to sh show up and you know sit in the star booth and yeah, it's it's quite it's gonna oh, mean it's like so it's a awesome. real real deal. This guy's done you know Saks Fifth Avenue. He's been all yep. over the world. We'll definitely walk and you through it. It's, that's yeah. so funny. Dude, we're up. expecting some like magical moment. I'm gonna walk out there and just completely mess it up. You don't Man. have to fall. <laughs> okay, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, one you're just one one one, okay. one yep. strip down there. One Not strip, but one. You're not doing strip runway. I will walk down the strip. Yeah. <laughs> what I really wanted to do is I wanted to head up like, man, I was like, what if I could get like just an old single rig out in the parking lot and we put a catwalk out there? Oh, the oh my that God. would be. Oh, light it up. So yeah. maybe next year if there's any sponsors out there that are service companies that has a rig, let's plan on like the real runway show. Man, yeah. that's so awesome. Yeah. So if it, anyone's listening out there who has a connection to like like an old single or something that, something. you know, like even like a tiny little service rig with a small catwalk, like, yeah. that's what we need. Power in America, one catwalk. At a time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just found next year's slogan. <laughs> that is so, so awesome. Well, with that said, everyone, Addie, why don't you close us out? I feel like you definitely get to wrap this one oh, up and put a bow so on it. There's so much pressure on, so on that pressure. one. You're so rehearsed in this. <laughs> I know. He's um, so smooth. I know he is. <laughs> so for all of our listeners out there, thank you for joining 
joining us. The Oil & Gatsby Charity Ball will be Friday, December 3rd. Mm-hmm. And you can go to oilandgatsby.com for more information or orphanwellproject.com to be yep. able to volunteer and participate. Madison, Mark, it was great having you guys Thank on. You guys. We are looking forward to this. So Thanks always Thank for you. the support throughout the years and just look forward to yeah, what's what's coming, man? Some big things next year. So appreciate awesome. it. Appreciate everyone out there and the listeners. Please hit us up on LinkedIn if you could. Follow, share, and leave a review of the Flowline. You can hit us up at the Flowline Podcast at aesfoods.com or reach out on LinkedIn if you have any ideas for a show or you just simply want to reach out to either Matt, myself, Addy, and especially Madison and Mark. Go ahead up on LinkedIn. And as always, thank you so much for all the support. Until next time, see you later. Peace. Bye. Thanks for listening. Please tune in next week for another exciting episode of The Flow Line. And remember, may your returns always be full and your trips always smooth. Views expressed in this program belong to participants and not their employees. The program is for informational purposes only and cannot take the place of seeking professional advice. Copyright AES Drilling Fluids.